This is a health warning from Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for back braces. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain-relieving back brace at little or no cost to you. Many people are now using our pain-relieving back brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief that they haven't felt in years. Don't let your back pain turn into something worse. Remember, if you qualify for no money out of pocket, there's nothing to lose and only real pain relief to gain. Our friendly team of experts will handle all paperwork and we'll deliver it for free. 800-507-1148. Your pain relieving back brace may be covered by Medicare at little or no cost to you. Call our hotline now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy to use pedometer. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. 800-507-1148. Little to no cost with full insurance payment, copay and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Bruce McGowan, longtime sports radio personality, and Vern Glenn of CBS affiliate KPIX-TV in San Francisco. Let's get it. Yeah, let's get it on. Super you know, Bowl week. That's I like it. it. Yes, yes. That's right. Know. Tomorrow, it be, de- be the Super Bowl. Well, by the time this show airs, the Super Bowl is going to be Shh. 48 hours away. That's right. So everybody's had their fill of it. Don't no, tell anybody that we pre-record your, this thing. How can you have your fill of the Super Bowl? You know, Come on. I know. I'm, I'm still uh, um, excited because of the games that happened uh, to get to the Super yeah. Bowl. Well, I'm just thinking about it. Super Bowl 53. I know. That 53. The, I can remember the time when I was younger, I could, I could recite every Super Bowl and yeah. everybody that played in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just year by year, but now I, I can't. Yeah. And it's funny because I, I thought about that not long ago. The only Super Bowl I, I just I didn't watch, I just happened to like listen to it because I just wasn't into it, was the Giants and the Ravens. Oh, and in 2000, in the-, the Ravens were, they, I think they had eight guys on that defense that were all pro. And you know, really? within two years, most of those players were gone. They put that team together through free agency and through you know some shrewd draft picks with Brian Billick. Man, what a team. Here's the question for you and the view and the, and the listeners out there: earlier Super Bowl that you remember vividly? Uh, vividly, yeah. The um, I, I can tell you exactly. It was uh, Kansas City and the Vikings. I was a big Vikings fan. Super Bowl four. Yeah, I I, oh. I wasn't really old enough to get into uh, the previous one, which would have been the Jets and the Colts. Mm-hmm. First one for me would have been Super Bowl two because the Raiders were in it against Green Bay, and it was J- Vince Lombardi's last game as a as Packers the Packers coach. head coach. Yeah. Jerry Kramer, the story goes, Jerry Kramer, the great offensive lineman, Hall of Famer, was talking to his players, to his fellow players in the locker room, and he goes, let's win one for the old man. There let's you go. Let's get this one for the like, old man. Like win, win one for the Gipper. Yeah. All right. Yeah. This segment of Sports Econ 101. Oh, by the way, the uh, trivia theme today is uh, just various sports tr- uh, questions. All right. This uh, segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, still providing mortgage investments that are currently yielding over 7.5% secured by real estate, especially with the market the way it is today. You want to get into something conservative, check them out at PacificPrivateMoney.com. And stay with us. Sports Econ 101 will continue. This 
Valentine's Day, toast under the Golden Gate with your first mate on a Hornblower dining cruise. Enjoy a romantic dinner on the bay as you watch the city lights twinkle. Your Valentine's Day dining cruise features onboard entertainment and delicious food and drinks prepared on board by Hornblower's talented local chefs. You'll experience exceptional service while cruising around the Golden Gate Bridge, Alcatraz Island, and more. Reserve your table now at hornblower.com. This winter, San Francisco's waterfront is a playground full of hidden amusements. It's an opportunity for you to experience easy adventures, typically reserved for vacations. Together with other Bayfront attractions, Alcatraz Cruises is launching Winter on the Waterfront, a chance for locals and visitors alike to enjoy discounted offers while engaging in some of San Francisco's most coveted attractions without crowds and lines. Tour The Rock with special offers on Alcatraz Cruises. Enjoy reduced room rates at Hotel Zoe Fisherman's Wharf. Save on a delicious meal with spectacular views at Pier Market Seafood Restaurant and take a selfie with a celeb with your discounted admission to Madame Tussauds. Visit www.sfwow.com to secure coupons and for instructions on redeeming these special winter on the waterfront offers. But hurry, these offers are only available until March 2019. Again, that's sfwow.com. This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Do you play daily fantasy sports? Have you ever wondered how people can make thousands of dollars playing it? Well, we have the answer. Draft-board.com slash SOA will give you the expert tools and advice in order to make serious cash. You can sign up for just $1 for 30 days. Yeah, you heard that right. $1 for 30 days at draftdashboard.com slash SOA. That's draftdashboard.com slash SOA. Start making the big bucks today. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Edward Brown here along with Vern Glenn and Bruce McGowan. And uh, guys, we were just starting to talk and we said, hey, wait, stop. Let's wait till we get on the air and talk about this. Right. Uh, what's the uh, the latest with uh, coaches nowadays? In the old days, it used to be you used to hire the guy who's the oldest in the world mm-hmm. just because he's got the most experience. Yeah, it used to be like the old, grizzled guy, almost Belichick-like. You know, and, and now, now the trend is, uh, hey, let's go get a young, energetic uh, you know, offensive-minded guy. Let's go get a Sean McVay because that formula works. Rather look, where the, look how far the Rams yeah. have come in the last few years. You know, and, and remember a few years ago, Jerry Goff. Oh, what, what, what a mistake! Oh, yeah. he's a bust. This, that, and and, and now. Here he is, a you know, Super you know Bowl it's inter- well, it's funny. I wonder, like in the old days, you had, uh, you know, uh, Paul Bear Bryant, Woody Hayes, guys like that, but Vince Lombardi. You still have people like that around. True, today. and I, and I, I mean, think, Nick Saban. Uh, yeah, you know, there's a lot of guys like that still around. I'm just know? wondering if, like, the the culture nowadays is for the young guys to say, yeah, yeah, these old people. Let's get somebody who's. Well, a what do you bit- think about the business world? Jeez, you know, how many people... Yes, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how, look at all the young people that are being brought into the tech world and being recycled in and out. I mean, how many people keep a job for more than two years nowadays? 
Uh, it's it's tough. You're right. Yeah. They're, they're kind of a veteran. That's what I was kind yeah. of wondered. I could not understand this, especially in like let's say the banking world. Mm-hmm. Why would a 50 year old man have a hard time getting a job who's experienced in that? I mean, we're not asking him to to do a jackhammer where he can get hurt really easily. A guy like that would have so much experience and probably wouldn't need. You know a, what as it is? Much. I, I'm convinced, and I you know, Health Bern, Bern and I, well, no, no, <laughs> Bern and I work in the business of broadcasting where everything is. Give me results right this minute. I don't want to wait one year. I want 10%, 15% return now. I don't want 5% now, 7% in two years, and 12% in three years. I want 10 to 15% now, right now. Give Gotta it to have me now. it right now. Yeah. And that's the, that's and, the problem. And, and, that's for, the problem. And, for, and for content, oh, it's a great story. Can you tell it in 30 seconds? Yeah, but we in the business world, we don't, we don't world, have though. time for these two and a half minute yeah. long, yeah. drawn out, all oh, rack focus. Oh, yeah. look at the cinematography! Yeah. Now, give us the story yeah. in thirty seconds. Well, of course, with everyone with the smartphone and all that, they, their attention span is really uh, yeah. Yeah. slow. It is. I hate to say it, guys, and I'm I know I'm sounding like a dinosaur here, but I'm I have mentioned this before in the show. I'm driving down the Embarcadero to work the other day, and again, I see people walking in the sidewalk, walking in the crosswalk. Not paying attention. Looking straight down at their phones. As if People it, have been killed, hit, yeah. hit by cars. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, weren't they going to start a law about, you know. Good not, luck with enforcing that. Well, it's just like texting and driving. You yeah, know, good right. luck with enforcing that. that. You know how many people get killed texting? <laughs> yeah, a oh, a lot. Oh, I, unfortunately, probably, we ha- probably I, more than get killed by drunk drivers. I ha- had, a, had a friend who's, yeah. who lost his son. He yeah. was texting and, sure enough, yeah. head-on collision. Yeah. Um, is, it, is it worth it, folks? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. That's I'm our, speaking to the choir preach, out there, right? That's our preaching, preaching. for today. But, you know, in, hey, in, in, in the employment world, it's 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 also, you know, hi, I'm young and I'll work cheap. Yeah. You know, oh, hey, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll bring this guy in, pay him peanuts yeah. versus paying an older, experienced guy because of the young person. I could just retrain them. Well, and they'll work 60-hour weeks, too, because yeah. they have no yeah. life. They have no family. Uh, you know, they may have a, a social life on the weekends, but... I remember when I was working in Eureka, California, in TV sports. I worked six, seven days a week, and I loved it. Yeah, and oh, I was I, making a thousand dollars a month. Yeah, what? and now here's what we get. This is great. This is this is why this is why our internship program no longer works, at least in the sports department. We we every day. I mean, this is without every week. I run into people. Hey. Man, man, I, I, I'll go out with you on a story. Oh, man, I want to learn the business. I, yeah, I, I want to yeah. help. I, I'm, I'm an eager beaver. I, yeah, 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 yeah. And we're like, okay, all right, all right. We'll, we'll bring you in as soon as we bring him in. And going, all right, now, now, Saturday we'll need you. Sunday Saturday, and then Tuesday. Yeah. What? Oh, I, Saturday. I do my laundry on oh, Saturday. I watch TV on Saturday night. Oh, <laughs> I, I got a family dinner. I, oh, yeah. I, I didn't realize. Oh, oh, you have shows at at eleven. P.M. at night. You mean I got to work? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, here's the problem. And again, I don't want to get yeah, they, off on they, it. They just don't. They just don't realize the work and the de- and, and and the demands. Here's the of, problem. Of the time. Here's the problem. Vern. In the old days, in the old days, yeah. 15 years ago, small market radio and television was the training ground. Now there are no jobs in small market radio and television anymore mm. because most of these stations are automated. And so you don't have a training ground for these young people anymore, and they think they can break into the big leagues. And so they do break into the big leagues. We have, and I won't mention their names. We have Long a couple before they're ready. Yeah, yep. we have a couple of guys, and they're very, they're very uh, smart, and they know the game of basketball. But they do a pregame or a postgame show on the Warriors uh, television network, and I found out what they're getting paid, and it's ridiculous. For what they're doing, what, what do they get paid? I'm not going to mention. Why? Wait, wait, well, you're not, you're not know, mentioning the names. Well, I'm guess, I, They didn't tell me exactly. They said it was ridiculous what they were getting paid. But, but you know, but the, it leads to something else. But though, see, this is the you know. problem. Yeah, but they, but they don't. But they're, but they're, 
they're homegrown and they don't want to leave, Edward. Yeah. I know. I mean, well, they, that's they, the yeah, sacrifice. And, and I mean, that's, yeah. and that's and that's and that's sure. a problem. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, these, these guys are going to get older. They're, they're you know, maybe want to start a family or whatever. Then they, yeah. then they realize the cost of living. And it's yeah. like, oh, my God. You know? Yeah. Well, again, Bruce, you know, you worked for Peanuts working many, yeah, many hours. Yeah, but again, that was 40 years ago. I know. 45 but that, but years ago. But the thing is, you did, you did it, A, because you loved it, yeah. and then, B, hopefully it was going to turn into something. And it and, did. And I, I got did. into Portland, and I got into Seattle, and I got yeah. to New York, and I got back here. But, I mean, I had a, <laughs> a lot of bumps and bruises along the way, and, and not much of a social life. You know, I didn't have a, a regular girlfriend, but I had lots of friends. Yeah. I went out a lot and had good times. But, a lot of know. sacrifice, man. A lot, lot, lot of parties, a lot of oh. weddings, a lot of big oh, yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah. I, I remember when I was 16 years years old and I was really into bowling and I worked at the bowling alley and I loved it and I had to I remember working 20 hours in one day because I had to take two shifts oh, right and yeah. so I didn't and show up so I did, so exactly you, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Stay into, yep. from 6 a.m. until 2 a.m. the, day, the yeah. next day and I loved every minute yeah. and I was just a little tired because again being 16 years old oh, yeah. not having any energy to break and I right. got and I had a I got a raise from two dollars to two dollars and ten cents an hour <laughs> See, now you're the Horatio Alger story. I don't think the Horatio Alger story is that bad, bad a story, the guy who comes from rags to riches. But I oh. think along the way, some people think, oh, yeah, there's a shortcut. As you were mentioning, Vernon, I mean, interns that think they can just jump right in. I didn't, oh. Most of them don't feel that way, but there are a few that do. They, don't get, they just don't have a clue. True story. The other day, I'm in the newsroom, and I'm talking to you know, one of the young writers. We, we got a bunch of kids in the newsroom. I mean, just writing content, okay? okay. And I'm talking to her, and and somehow it came up as to you know, when I started in 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 this market in the Bay Area. Yeah. And I went and and I said, well, 1990, and she goes, oh, that, that was the year I was born. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's scary. That's scary. Well, I, I've made this joke before. I, I, I've made this joke plenty of times. I look at myself in the mirror in the morning. I go, who is that, that old guy? guy? Did, did, did she say? Did they even have TVs back then? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Imagine, oh God, man, that's a crazy world out there. It's a lot different. No, it really is. It's it's a lot different than it was. And I think all I don't have my smartphone with me here, but if I did, I'd use it as a prop. I mean, that's what is driving the world today. And uh, I mean. Again, not to get off on a tangent, but how do you think we got the president elected? Yeah, he, true. He, people were looking at their smartphones and reading Facebook. Now we got yeah. now we got a guy that's throwing his 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 name in the in in the ring or whatever the expression is. The hat in the ring. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's th- throwing his hat in the ring as a Democratic hopeful. The uh, the, uh, the the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. Oh, I believe yeah, he's thirty seven years yeah. old. Yeah, you, real young guy. Okay. Good luck with and, that. And, huh? and 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 <laughs> in his in his speech. Uh-huh. He just says, "Hey, I'm just wondering what this country's going to look like in 37 years when the you know which which, which is when he's which is when I'll be so the same age as the current yeah. president of 1600. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he, he was taking shots all kind yeah, of, at, yeah. at the old guys. It's time to get rid of them. And, and, the only, and the only problem the new, with that yeah. though is you know us people who are in our 50s. Uh, I'm almost 60. Uh, I'm is, almost 70. <laughs> is to I'll be 67 in a couple of months. Is to think be kind. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, and this is not anything uh, necessarily against Trump himself, but just the idea of, of the oldness and going. But gosh, can a 37? I mean, you have to be at least 35 to be president, right? Well, and depends. who wants to yeah. have someone who's 37 who is a little probably too inexperienced? Well, I don't know. John That's F. Kennedy a, was a pretty yeah, good president. But, but, he was yeah, only 43. But, but aren't you yeah, surrounding but, yourself by a staff and a cabinet that true, to, to true. advise you? 
to to. You know, I'm in, not in, saying in he can't do it. I have to kind of know who he he specifically. Right. Yeah. Teddy Roosevelt was Buddinger, 40, 42. When, Teddy Roosevelt was forty two when he became president. Yeah, but that's when kids were getting married at fourteen. Okay, we're going to cut to our first commercial break here. You know what? This one's going to take a little while to read, so I'm going to read number two instead. Excuse me. In golf, what is the term for a putter used off of the green? Oh, wow. Right? Because you're allowed to use a putter off of the green. There's a specific uh, term that they use. So if you're not on the green, you're on the rough. And you're, you're in the rough, to... and you and, but you're just barely on the rough. Oh, but you, you want to use your putter, right? You use your bag. putter, yeah. Oh. And they, they specifically, uh, golfers call it. It's a specific term. All right, don't okay. touch that dial. We're going to be right back. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri. In Washington, waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates, not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family, or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 Eight hundred four eight five six zero zero three. Eight hundred four eight five six zero zero three. Call right now. That number is eight hundred four eight five six thousand three. 
back to Sports Econ 101. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan and Vern Glenn. First trivia question was, in golf, what is the term for a putter used off the green? I don't have a clue. I, me, me neither. They call it a Texas wedge. Texas oh, wedge. Okay. I have one. Yeah, my late dad, my late dad <laughs> I have would one, know but I just, one. I, just, I just call it as a wedge. No, no I mean, that's different. The, the, this, is, this is a putter that you use off the green. Rather than just a wedge, because there's, there's, I mean, I have like a sixty degree wedge and a sand wedge, right, and a, right, you know, huh, interesting, yeah, yeah. I was gonna and say my dad, my dad was a huge wedge, golf nut. You know? He started playing when he was like six years old, and uh, yeah, he would have known that one right off the top of his head. Yeah, but, I hadn't hadn't known that. Yeah. Um, so. Do you guys remember? Okay, in, in Super Bowl, uh, one of the fun things is, and you go to Vegas or all that. There's you can bet on almost anything. Oh, yeah. oh sure, sure. Okay. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I was just just reading today that there's certain things that I hadn't heard this one before, like uh, whether Russell Westbrook will outscore the Rams. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> that was kind of neat. Yeah. Uh, they also have one you can bet on the national anthem, whether or not it's going to last 120 seconds. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a, that's a, that's a famous. That's yeah. a real popular one. Yeah. It's funny though. The one that I remember that that just cracked me up had to do with um, the Bears and Patriots. I just happened to be in Vegas for for that one. The eighty five Bears. A blowout. That, that, that was that was an easy the, one. The one the one Super Bowl the Bears won. Ditka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it was, like, it was, it's probably that was probably the, that was one of the best teams ever. I think. Yeah, okay. it really was for that so, one year. Oof. Yeah, for sure. So I remember uh, he's yeah. one of the few guys to coach in a Super Bowl and play in one. That's right, right for Dallas. Yeah, that's he yeah. was a tight end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, he's a Hall of Fame for both. Number eighty nine. Yeah. So anyway, what a character too. Have you ever talked to this guy? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> he's one of those guys. If you throw out a question, he'll just start. He'll just start talking. I mean, you yeah. can't even. I mean, great storyteller. He's yeah. got great storyteller. He's got that. Dick Butkus type of, of feel to him. Yeah. You know, kind of this rugged, tough guy. Yeah. Anyway, so I remember uh, you could – it's funny. After this situation, they wouldn't let you do this anymore, and uh, it was b- betting on the coin flip from the get-go, <laughs> oh, right? So flip uh. the coin, and uh, you hear uh, you know whoever was announcing back then for the Super Bowl, and he goes, oh, and it's heads. All right, so all you hear, you know, I was sitting around with probably 500 people watching the game on a big screen, and you hear, you know, about 50 people, yeah, right? <laughs> and they run up, and they collect their money, right? They cut to commercial break. They come back, and the announcer comes on. He goes, he goes, yeah, I don't know why. He goes, we made a mistake. He goes, I don't know why I said heads. It was actually tails. Oh, and then suddenly, <laughs> suddenly you hear oh, another no. bunch of people, yeah, and they run, and they Man. collect their – so one of the things that they did, they, they stopped allowing betting on the coin flip. Oh, but boy. the other thing they, they did was they said, you know what? This is Vegas uh, saying, from now on, nobody gets paid anything until the very, very end of the game. Well, that makes well, that, okay. that that makes right. sense. Yeah. I I, you know, I just for the life of me, and I understand gambling is kind of a it's an obsession. Or it's a I hate to say it's a disease, but it really is to a certain degree. It's like drinking. You know, you it's enjoy it; it gives you a nice little high. But some people can't handle it. But I've never understood why people bet on sports because that's the most. If you're going to bet on something, bet on you know go go to and, and play cards. Uh, Twenty one. Yeah, yeah. Where you can yeah, count but cards. Yeah. Stuff, but yeah. Bruce, pe- people have to have that edge. They have. They have to have. Why? They, they, it's the adrenaline. It's of, just, of, yeah, yeah, it's just just it's, just, just the rush. That, I just of, don't of, get it. Just the rush. The the, the risk factors. Just yeah. Pee, pee, yeah, but you can, you can get that by going out and and doing something outdoors, like going surfing or 
you know, going skiing or even playing golf. Why? Yeah, but you, Why? Can, no, because, man, but you can find millions of people that want to bet on a game. Yeah. You can't find millions of people that are going to bet on surf. I, I just no. <laughs> well, but I just don't. I don't. Betting. I don't get the whole betting thing. I just well, don't get it. I, I mean, I, got, I must people, live in an alternate universe. My parents yeah. were never into it. My friends were never into it. I was never into it. And all this stuff about Vegas—it's the last place well, I ever well, want to it, go. It's funny for me. I'm an, it's I'm a, a, it's exactly the opposite of those guys because the the guys who are just they, they can't do it without betting in right. some cases they can't enjoy a super bowl no. or a game unless they bet they well, just, well, what the, what the hey you know yeah. i got a friend me, of mine who does that he well, sits me, there and complains about it all the see, time see for me I, I i used to bet on the super bowl right. I used to bet, and suddenly i wasn't enjoying the game anymore i was more like okay no you gotta make that first you know it was more <laughs> right. the idea of, of the of the winning yeah. of money yeah and now it's so much easier for me to just sit back and enjoy a game especially well, I mean, you know, if I if I have a dog in the fight, like you know, used to, well, not, not personally, but you know, you root for the 49ers, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Now this year, uh, yeah, I'm going to root for the Rams because Jared Goff is is a hometown kid. Hey, um, Tom Brady's from the Bay Area. That's true, but he's won enough, and yeah, that's but, fine. But, but regionally, where, where where we are, I know. Yeah, he's, this show from, he's from Marin where County. We're in the Jared oasis Goff. of, of well, his parents yeah. went to Sanfield High that's School. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and then Jerry Goff grew up in Nevada. Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's it's uh, it's kind of, and again, you know, I don't really have a dog in the fight per yeah. se, but you know, I definitely want to see a good game. I mean, last year, you know, I didn't really care who won per se, but fun. Last few Super Bowls were good. Hey, listen, since really two thousand, they've been a lot better than they were before. Yeah, I covered ten of them, and I only went to see three that were any good. The two ones that Pittsburgh won their last two games against Dallas and against the Rams. And the last one I saw was in 1999 when the Rams beat the Titans. And uh, yeah, Kev, uh, Mike Jones made that great uh, tackle, tackle at yeah. the goal line on, on Kevin Dyson. Kurt Warner's uh, yeah. big moment in the That's sun. Right. For the listeners out there, I was just at the golf house. Yeah, well, tell uh, us a story about that. For television, yeah, I was this. interviewing his parents, yeah. Jerry Goff and Nancy Goff, high school sweethearts. They both went to Sanfield High School. Wow. And, uh, and Jerry is a former major league catcher, played for the Montreal Expos, the Pittsburgh Pirates, I think a cup of coffee with Pirate, the Seattle yeah. Mariners before it was over. Not, not a long career, that, that, but... That's where, that's where Jared gets his uh, arm from, from a catcher. That's, what, yeah. that's what he says, that's what yeah. Said, yeah. yeah. And, and, and the mom says he gets a sense of calm from her. <laughs> because if, nice. if you met Jared, I mean, you can't... If you if you walked in and didn't know what was going on, you wouldn't be able to tell whether he was he was he was winning the game or losing the game. He reminds it's me just... of a surfer, uh, Vernon. Yeah. I mean, I met a lot of guys <laughs> out in the water. Like Seriously, I meet a lot of guys out in the water that are so relaxed and calm, and afterwards they're calm too. He's and that's what like you need from a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Someone so, so we did this interview, and they have they have kind of a, an attached in law unit, and and in there it's like it's like a museum huh. in there. All, all over the wall, you have you have Jerry stuff. Okay. Bats, autograph balls, and then a lot of his sports from his memory, days in the major leagues. From his days in the major leagues, yeah. and, and 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 the other part, it's 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 all Jared. Jared stuff. His 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 he's got he's got his Rams frame uniform from his first ever NFL game. Jeez. It's all Sweet. soiled and everything <laughs> like it came right off his back. He's got it's funny. He he has a he has a framed uh, autographed. Uh, Tom Brady picture and l- one of those little mini helmets oh, that's sweet. framed and 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 if you tilt up on the shot from there it goes right to Goff's jersey sweet and then and then, oh, and like then there's uh, his 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 Cal helmet his Marin Catholic helmet yeah. he's uh, he's got his Rams helmet in there mm. there's uh there's there's multiple 
you know, pictures, uh, Sports Illustrated cover issues, all frames. It's really nice. I'll mm. bet. See, the thing is, the advantage he has, you know, his dad being a major league baseball player, you know, he, he was kind of around a little bit of the fame and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, I mean, well, you know, Barry really, Bonds though. had that not, with his not dad. Not really, though. Jared, Jared yeah. was pretty much out of the game when Jared was. Yeah, by the time by, Jared oh, was is that born. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Jared's born in 1990, what, 1993? He's 20, what is he, 24? 24, 25. So he's born in 1993. Jared was, or Jared. Jerry was out of baseball as a player early nineties. Early nineties, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, he wasn't, well, he wasn't okay. Around. Okay. Fair enough. After Fair a distinguished enough. career in Cal, <laughs> I got a good story to tell about McVeigh. Now, this is an interesting story. Do we have time? Yeah, John McVeigh. Yeah, yeah. John McVeigh. So his dad, you know, John McVeigh, who used to be the general manager of the 49ers, John McVeigh was also a fairly successful coach. But how many remember the infamous Meadowlands miracle where? Uh, Joe Pisarczyk, yeah. the quarterback for the Giants. <laughs> Larry, the, Larry Zonka says, don't give me the ball. What are you doing? Hand yeah. off to Zonka. Hand yep. off to Zonka. The ball bounces and loose. And then Herman Edwards, Edwards picks it up and runs the other way. Runs yep. it in for a touchdown. for the Eagles. And yep. John McVay was coaching the Giants at the time. Oh, and it ended, wow. up, it ended up costing him his job. Yeah. Wow. Eventually. So what happens? The next year, Bill Walsh gets hired by the 49ers as a head coach. He knows John McVay. He also knows a guy named John Ralston, who was a terrific coach was Stanford, got them to the Rose Bowl twice, and also was a coach in Denver, got them to the playoffs the very first time in 1977. He brings in Ralston. He brings in McVeigh. Those two guys with Walsh put together the 49er dynasty. Hmm. And really? this, is oh. the, this is the father of 33-year-old Sean, Sean McVeigh, who wow. started off. People forget Sean McVeigh has been an NFL assistant for eight years before he became mm-hmm. the head coach. Yeah. But his dad was, you know, partly the architect of some of the greatest 49er wow. teams of all time. But everybody talks about Walsh, which they should. Sure. But McVeigh and John Ralston were right there. Well, yeah, Sean McVeigh and Kyle Shanahan were assistants together in yeah. Washington when they both were working for. Mike Shanahan. Isn't that amazing? Was the oh, head wow. coach of yeah. the Redskins. Yeah. You, you know, it, it's funny because I remember that Meadowlands one and the idea. 1978, by the way, that Meadowlands. That it was? Yeah. 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 But but the idea was, it's like, there was some kind of, it, it's, McVeigh was trying to, he was trying to like prove a point or something. He was really upset. With with Philadelphia, yeah, it wasn't just because he should have just taken a knee, yeah. Archie, but in those days, knee. people didn't take knees. They didn't. That, that was that's really pretty much what started the whole idea of taking a knee. You used to just hand the ball off, and you didn't think well, much or, about because how, or, how what are the chances of a quarterback fumbling? sneak? Right. Yeah. I mean, or, but like, what are the chances yeah. of you fumbling? Seriously, they're, they're, they're especially not if Larry Zonka, <laughs> yeah. uh, practically yeah. zero. Hey, listen, that yeah. that play made Herman Edwards' career. Yeah. He was a good player, but he he, he got a lot of mileage <laughs> off of that. I love Herman Edwards. He's the oh, coach yeah, now no, in Arizona, great. but he was a great commentator yeah, he on ESPN. Was. He was very good. Yeah. Hey guys, uh, we're going to cut to our uh, uh, second Fun commercial story. break here. Here All we right. go. All right, in 1963, the MVP of the NFL, AFL. American League Baseball and National League Baseball all wore the same number. Oh, wow. Give me Where did the, you come up with this one? Uh, uh, someone gave me, actually, my other radio show, uh, the sales manager, said, I got one for you. And oh, I go, my that, This is really cool. Now, he also thought, he also thought uh, the NBA player had the same number, too. And, and that was, he goes, I'm not sure about that. And I looked it up, and, 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 and no, it was uh, the next year. The guy had the same number. So the MVPs for both the American it, National it, League, National Football League, and American Football League. It, yes. All wore it, the same yeah. number so the same yeah, year? Yeah. So you got baseball Whoa. and football, both American and national. Wow. So what, what, I want and to hear the, the player, AFL the team, and, and the number. Number. Okay. All right? We'll have to think about <clears throat> that. Wait, 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 wait. 
Separate player NFL, separate player AFL, yep. separate player Major League Baseball. Yeah, isn't that cool? Oh, oh, national oh, so an- we're talking four different people. National and American. Yeah, yes, okay. four different people. All right, okay. stay with Ooh. us. Sports Econ 101. Yeah. We'll be right back. Valentine's Day is brutal on us guys. The pressure to buy the perfect gift is intense, right? Flowers are always the right call, but here's where it gets dicey. If you show up with produce department flowers that smell like green onions, you're toast. Same with sending stale flowers plus an upsell balloon from some flower giant website. The Books is the ticket. That's short for bouquets, and these flowers are booking awesome. Look, there's a huge difference between flowers from the Books and the others. And trust me, she knows it. Books delivers spectacular flowers cut fresh from the finest farms in the world. They even have farms on the side of a volcano that produce the most amazing flowers ever. Books are picked fresh and shipped direct, so they stay fresher longer. And Books cuts out the middleman, so you save big time. Be a hero this Valentine's Day with flowers from the Books. Go to Books.com, that's B-O-U-Q-S.com, and enter the code SPEED for 20% off. Yeah, 20% off when you enter SPEED at B-O-U-Q-S.com. That's Books.com. Your daughter's a genius, and with all those smarts comes a lot of travel. So you're at Hampton by Hilton for a science fair in Springfield. Last month she was a mathlete in Martindale, next she'll be a robot whiz in Riverside. She fuels up on free Hampton waffles, you fuel up on coffee. With six hours of applied biology ahead of you, you need all your synapses firing. Proud parent of a prodigy? That's why we're here with free hot breakfast and more than 2,400 locations. Book at Hampton.com for our price match guarantee. Hampton by Hilton. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, your prostate should be the last thing on your mind. But the fact is, the older you get, the more likely you'll have prostate problems, which can affect your everyday life. That's where Prostate Complete by Real Health comes in. Prostate Complete is the result of 20 years of experience as a leader in men's health. The powerful formula in Prostate Complete supports natural prostate function and reduced urinary urges for a better quality of life. Available at Walmart, visit ProstateOnePerDay.com for special offers. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, Sports Econ 101 listeners. I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. Okay, here we go. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. We got a good question for you. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan and Vern Glenn. I see the eyes going back and forth, the smoke coming out of the ears. What is the answer to this question? All right, in 1963, the MVP of the National Football League, the American Football League, because they hadn't quite come together yet, the American League Baseball League and the National League all wore the same number. 
I should know this. I was 11 years old. Uh, I was a yeah. huge sports fan in 1960. So I want to hear. I'm, I'm, I'm going to hear the player, the team, and the well, number. First well, of all, well, if I give you the number, yeah. is it 14? <clears throat> no. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> I know the Dodgers okay, won the World Series somewhere that between year. one and 100. Right. No, okay, we only have about six hours to go. So no. Dodgers won the World Series. Uh, <laughs> Chicago Bears won the. Okay, NFL I'm going to give. I'm going to give you the number. Give, give us the number. Okay, they all wore number 32. Now in, in now the NBA in 1964 the rookie of the year was Jerry uh, Jerry oh, Lucas. Oh, that was Jim Brown. Of so, okay, so Jim Brown, yes, Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns. <clears throat> yeah. Now 32. 32 in the AFL. In the AFL, this one I, uh, he played for the Buffalo Bills. Oh, that that was. And he had kind of a uh, he had a nickname, first name. I'm sure his parents what, was had it, named it. Was, was it Cookie Gilchrist? Yes, Cookie Gilchrist. Cookie Gilchrist. Good, good job. Very good. Okay, that, nice. was, that was the other hard very one. Good. All right, now let's go to baseball. Who wore number thirty-two in the American League, and who wore number thirty-two in the National League? I know you'll get you Koufax in the National Koufax, League. Koufax, yes. Koufax, Koufax. 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 Yeah. Okay. I always thought of him as the Cy Young winner, but I don't know if they they had Cy Young. American winners. League thirty-two. Thirty-two. In the American League. Yeah, yeah. Who was in the American League? Uh, wow! Wow! Uh, come on! Come oh, on! Uh, Brain's not working today. Okay, uh, but well, the Yankees uh, were in the World Series that year, but it wasn't a guy in the Yankees. Uh, yes, it was. Was it? Who wore number thirty-two for the Yankees? Well, if I was from New York, I'd know that answer automatically. It, it was an outfielder? No, uh, couldn't have been. It was, Mantle was wore a, seven. Ma- Maris wore nine. They didn't win it. I mean, this is embarrassing. He was either a catcher or a third baseman. <laughs> wow. Elston Howard. Oh, Elston Howard. That's right. Was, was, he, was, he, a, was he, he was a catcher? He was a catcher. Yeah, he was a great catcher. Who was the third baseman? Third baseman was Cleet Boyer. Cleet Boyer. Yeah, who was, okay, whose brother Ken right. Boyer was a terrific uh, player with the St. Louis Cardinals. Yep. You know, interesting story about Elston Howard. The Yankees always prided themselves on being this dynasty, and they were from 1947 to 1964. They were in the World Series, I think, 15 times out of 18 years, something yeah. like that. But how many black players did they have? Elston Howard was one of the few. Well, they were one of the last teams to integrate. The American League in oh. general, Boston didn't integrate until 1959 with Pumpsy Green. The first team to integrate was yeah, the Dodgers. You, you said Boston was the last one, right? Boston was yeah, the last Boston, one, 1959. Yeah. Dodgers yeah. the first one, 1947. But here's the deal on that, and not to, to go off on a big story about this, but baseball integrated, but very slowly, and it killed the Negro League. So between yeah. 1947 and, say, about 1968, there were – you had to be really good. Not oh, you always yeah, had to be really no, good. Sure. But for African American players, it wasn't. It was. It was even tougher because there was no alternate league. The Negro leagues went away yeah, in the yeah. early fifties. And this is Black History Month, isn't it? It yeah. is. And, yeah. and it's funny because we you, we all remember who was the who was really the first black player or that we can remember. Well, to me, it was Jackie Robinson. No, obviously. before him. Come on. Well, there was the guy way way back that Fleetwood, was kicked Fleetwood off. Walker. Th- yeah, but he was kicked off the field by. Cap Anson, Cap Anson who said, "Get that end guy off the field." Yeah. Right. But the yeah. thing is, you go to the you go to the baseball Hall of Fame, right? Cap Anson should not be in the Hall of Fame. I don't think. I, he I is. don't know, but obviously, you've been in, you've been to the Hall of Fame. I have not been to you the Hall of Fame. Why? No, oh I have God. not. I haven't been to Cooperstown. Oh my gosh! No, you I have not. I've been, to, I've been to Canton, Ohio. I've been to the Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto, and I've been to the uh, uh, Horse oh. Racing Hall of Fame in Louisville. Bruce, but I've, you got Bruce, Bruce. I know. You, you, you got to take a long I know. weekend. I know. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. Oh my God! Well, you're from the East. Coast, so you you know that so, was not in your backyard, wow. but it was no. I've never been to Cooper. Well, I tell you, so uh, th- this is kind of funny. Um, so even knows I love my wife loves uh, knows I love baseball, right? So baseball, my, baseball. So my my birthday's in January, <laughs> right? And so uh, good time to go there. By the way, it's not too crowded. Okay, so bingo. So here's the deal. So she gets me, you know, this all expense, you know, 
I'm, of course, I'm paying for it, but it, you know, it, she's got it all set up, right? So and just fly into Albany. Uh, no, no, no. Actually, fly into Syracuse. Syracuse. Okay. Syracuse. Syracuse. Okay. So, uh, stop over in Detroit, go to Syracuse, right. and, and then drive, right? And the first thing I'm thinking is, wait a minute. I go, New York, January? I go, I don't know about the yeah. weather, you know, but I go, hey, listen, I'm, you know, beggars yeah. can't be choosers, and I'm fine with it, right? right? Well, it just turned out. She didn't, nobody knew that this was going to happen, but as it turned out, there was a, uh, a a warm weather pattern that was going eastward. How long ago was this? Th- this is back in two thousand. I want to say two thousand seven. Global warming started. Two thousand seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, exactly. it did start. Right. Oh, well, but but hey, there nice. was a freeze yeah, yeah. coming to the west. Sure. So while while I was going to warmer weather, all the cold weather was coming to to California. Interesting. So mm. I land and the weather is beautiful. Mm. And again, like you said. There was nobody there. Of I, I mean, oh, nice, I had yeah. the place. I don't want to say I had it to myself, but it was phenomenal. I get how chills many, thinking how many about hours it. Did you spend there? I spent a good eight hours, just slowly. I, I, I go, I'm only going to be here for one day, yeah. you know, and then we're going to, you know. What do did your wife else. do during this time? Did she come with you? And no, my son did. Oh, nice. And he was kind of into baseball, not as, yeah. um, not as, not as much, but he, yeah. but he enjoyed it. Yeah. And and it was just phenomenal to just kind of like okay i want to go through this once so i'm going to take my time going sure, through sure. and and boy i still remember and that was it was uh actually it was, i think it was earlier than that I th- it might have been 2006 because i remember um one of the newer things was mm-hmm. uh the the bloody sock right? oh yeah from right? uh from Kurt, Chilling. Chilling, yeah, yeah, but but walking in there, one of the first things you see because they they show all the old baseball, and I'm looking at him going, wait a minute, this this looks like 1880 something, and sure enough, Fleetwood Walker right is right yeah. in the picture. Well, the first professional team was people forget 1869, the Cincinnati Red Stockings, That's, yeah. and they played almost all their games on the road. Yeah, they came out even as far west as San Francisco. They played something like. Uh, 110 games. They were barnstorming. Yeah. Barnstorming. That's yeah, what they yeah, call yeah. yeah. And they didn't lose a single one of those games. Bruce, you got to go. You, you, you have got to go. Oh, Before I you're out of here, you got to go. Well, now. yeah, my wife. I mean, uh, yeah, you know, we don't do much traveling anymore. Yeah, and but, but and if is, I told her, yeah. we're going to go to Cooperstown, she'd look at me and kind of no, 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 say, no, we're no, not going no, to Cooperstown. You know, you know what? She may not be interested because, but, I don't know, unless she's but, into baseball and stuff, but you got to do it. Go with Take a bite. I'd even go with you. Because I went early 90s, and it was. Oh, it was yeah. the most phenomenal thing. Oh, yeah. Did, did you get a yeah. bat made? I got a bat made. Oh, did well, you really? Yeah. Oh, I, I think, well, again, we were one of the few people in there, so they may not have had that you open. Know, not to get <laughs> off all of... these bat stores. They were like, you know, next door you go, you get oh, your, your, yeah, yeah. You your custom-made bat, you know, made right then and there. Uh, not, not, a, not a miniature one, but a, a No, an actual, an actual bat. Wow. Yeah. What did you think of the field next door? That was where, oh, that's right. Little they, play? Yeah, yeah, that they was also so have a, cool. Don't they have an exhibition game they play there? They, every, they do. They do. Yeah, major league players come yeah. and play an exhibition it's, game. It's there. yeah, it was fun. Bruce, it's awesome. Oh, I, 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 I am shocked. Well, I go to. Yeah. A, I do. Never, I have been to a lot of museums. You know, and I not no, but to, this, but no, this is This is a different. I know. It's and when I lived in New York City, I should have gone. I never did. But I love going to museums. One of the ones, if you ever go to Kansas City, there's a jazz. I've been there, the Negro League baseball. The Negro Leagues and, oh, the, jazz, oh, and, the, jazz, awesome. and the Jazz Museum, they're right next to each other. And you can get one ticket for both. Mm. See, the American Jazz Museum, and of course, I'm a huge jazz fan, and of course, the Negro Leagues Baseball it, it, Museum. You ever heard of Josh Gibson? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's it's a funny, sad story it, it, about him. It's funny you oh, say that. Yeah. I, I did a couple of live shots. 
out of the Negro League baseball. You see, and 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 they have a they they have a a, a miniature field with bronze statues mm-hmm. of the greatest okay. Negro okay. players at each satchel position. Yeah. Oh, really? And in the oh, crouch, there's Josh Gibson, yeah. the satchel page right yeah, there on the yeah. mound. It's it's awesome. It's I used amazing. to love what, what they say. He he throws so. What, what was it? something about like. But he would turn the light off. Like the, the oh, joke oh, you're, was, you're talking about Cool Papa Bell. Yes. He was so fast that he could turn the lights off and, and be in bed, bed before the lights went out. Lights went out. Yeah. Cool Papa Bell. Cool Papa. Yeah. He was too old by the time that the integration yeah. happened. A lot right? of those guys. And Josh well, Gibson was too. Wasn't Satchel Paige. Oh, Josh Gibson was sad to say he was dead by the time that happened, or close to it. He oh. had he had some kind of uh, dementia or something happened to him. He died when he was 52 or 49 or something. Very sad. You know, some, for some, some reason, some, some, some will say he is the greatest baseball. Player yeah. ever. Yeah. yeah. Some say yeah, yeah. uh, Well, it's interesting. Well, I mean, to me, Willie Mays was, and, you know, by then the of course, integration yeah. had it happened. But um, it's funny, I was just thinking about this the, the movie The Sandlot, you know, sure. with, with the, at the very end where, you know, he's got the baseball and. Maybe I should shouldn't ruin it for the fan for for the audience out there. But hey, what's your favorite baseball movie? Is that your favorite one? Oh, no. Yeah, what, is, yeah, what is your gosh. favorite all time? One you could watch over and over <laughs> Major again. Major League. <laughs> Which one? The first one. The of course. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, I just—it's so funny. Yeah. Uh, you know what? It's you know what I actually like too is uh, one called I think it's called Little Big League, mm. where uh, Jason Robards owns the Minnesota Twins, and his grandson. Uh, he, he basically he he dies very soon in the movie, but as a as a gift to his to his grandson because he loves him so much, and he says you know he has this little uh, uh, video. If you're if you're watching this, I'm dead by now, you know. Mm-hmm. And he gives he gives the team to his son because his grandson. He says nobody knows more about baseball than you, and the kid's only like you know 13 years old, <laughs> oh, and the kid really really knows the game. Like, like a savant. I remember yeah. hearing about this movie. It, it's, yeah. it's actually yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be pretty I, funny. It's a really good movie. Sweet. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's very, very sweet. Yeah. There's um, a little bit of humor in it, yeah. but what's really cool, my, my favorite scene is where he's trying to convince um, the general manager, you know what, because they try to hire a couple of people and, and these guys are just, you know, they're, they're crazy guys. So, <laughs> so he goes, you know what, I, I'm just going to manage the team myself. And the general manager is kind of going, you know, do you think that's a good idea? I mean, like, I think you know a little bit about baseball. And, and so uh, one of the other assistants kind of says, well, um, he goes, yeah, let, let him show you, show you, basically show him what you know, right? And so he gives him the scene. He goes, he goes okay, you know, there's, uh, uh, you know, we're down by one run. He gives him this whole scenario. Mm-hmm. And the kid just thinks for a little bit. And he says, all right, um, who's on deck? He goes, are, you know, are we playing away? Um you know, uh, who's the other pitcher? He starts asking all of these in, in, intense questions, right? And then, and then the, the, and the, the big question is, okay, well, what would you tell, you know, ex-batter to do? And he says, um, I would tell him to swing away, swing away. You know, basically hit and run or something like that, right? And he goes, no, you don't want to do that because, you know, you want to, um, you know, tell him to do straight. Or he gives him a different scenario, and the kid just pops right back. And he goes, no, because if this happens, then this. And if this happens, then this. And he kind of goes through this whole scenario, and the, and the general manager basically goes, wow. <laughs> it's actually it's a very good movie. What's the name of the movie Little, again? Little Big League. Little Big League. How about yeah. you, Vern? What's your favorite? <laughs> Oof, well, or just, it doesn't have to be your favorite, but just one you really enjoyed. Uh, uh, Pride of the Yankees. You know, that's always a good one. Pride of the Yankees was yeah. fun. A little yeah, hokey, was, but fun. Um but more recent. Yeah. Oh, more recent? Like the last 40 years. The last 40 years. The natural, yeah. I thought the natural was great. I thought For the Love of the Game was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Field of Dreams, of course. Field of Dreams, yeah. Um, what was the one where Charlie Sheen played the crazy pitcher? That, that was Major and, League. That was Major League. Major League, Major League yeah. yeah. Tom Berenger. Wild Thing. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Walt, yeah. And I was like, Snipes. I was like eight men out. It was such a yeah. dark. Oh, movie. that was a great one. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, man, I, I had a poster from that movie. Da- yeah. David Strathorn played the pitcher. David Strathorn is from Marin County. Went to Redwood right? High School. Yeah, he went oh. to Redwood High School, my alma mater. And John Cusack played the third baseman who was uh, in on the fix. But he was would, Shoeless yeah. Joe, right? No, he wasn't no, no. Shoeless Joe. That was played by another fellow, uh, D.B. Sweeney, I think was his yeah. name. Cusack was the third baseman. And I. I'm having a blank as to who he was, but he knew about the fix. He knew but he about went, the fix. He didn't say anything. Or he wouldn't. Like he didn't want to get go along with it. Right. But he refused to rat out on his on his fellow teammates, and he got he was one of the Bay. eight men. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Wow. Yeah. And then there's Cobb with uh, oh Tommy Lee uh, Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. What a dark. Figure. It's amazing how many baseball movies there are. Hey guys, we're going to cut to a uh, third commercial break here. Why? Why do we have to go? <laughs> having so much fun. I know. This is, hey, we think about it before, before you get this in. Yeah. So many great baseball players yeah. that, 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 that we just rattled off, none of them played against people of color. That's right. None of them. None, none uh, of them. I, that's, yeah. I hate to say it. That's to wow. me. And again, I'm a, uh, born in the, in the 50s. Baseball to me really didn't begin until Jackie Robinson integrated the game because it wasn't really a truly American game. Well, yeah, and it's almost like with you know all the guys going off to war too. Yeah. It's like you know there, there were so many you know the, mm-hmm. the Ted Williams going off to war. Yeah. It's like there was a whole bunch of years where it was like eh, okay, three, it was, three years there. Forty years. Derek Dimaggio, all those guys. Yeah, yeah. Never played. Well, they played. They played. Play, they played an exhibition. Exhibition game. games. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. and usually the Negro Leagues teams a lot of the times beat the major yeah, league sure. players. Sure. Okay, hey guys. And most of the major league players said these guys should be playing. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, last trivia question here is: What Dallas Cowboy player became known as Mister Cowboy? Boy. All right? Okay. Don't touch that down. We're going to be right I back. That one. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next? Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 
855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today... Bruce's favorite saying. I'm Evan Brown, your In deference host. to my good friend, the late, great Lon Simmons, who always used to say, don't, uh, don't ever say last time to a guy my age. He was in his 90s, you know, when he told me that. Uh, Vern Glenn and Bruce McGowan. Uh, Third trivia question. What Dallas Cowboy player became known as Mr. Cowboy? That's Walt Garrison. Walt Garrison. No, it's yeah. wrong. No? No? <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> oh, you got me, huh? Bob Lilly. Bob, Bob Lilly. Lilly was known as oh, Mr. Oh, my God. The great defensive lineman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he got... Uh, so, yeah, that's interesting. I did not know that. Yeah, I wow. thought it was Walt Garrison, the great running back. Holy smokes! Oh for three. God, I've got the. Wasn't Bob Lilly? Wasn't he? He was a beast. Was, wasn't he voted like MVP of a losing team or something? No, no, like no. That? that was Chuck Howley, right? Mm-hmm. Was it Chuck? Oh, was you're Chuck? talking about for the Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah, for yeah, Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah, and, it was Chuck, and the, Chuck the one Howley. they lost Chuck the Blunder Bowl to Baltimore in 1970. They there were eight fumbles or eight turnovers in that game. Yeah, in fact, uh, the uh, Cowboys Jim, had five and who was the uh, Jim, Jim O'Brien? O'Brien his one the, moment of glory kicked the 37 yeah. yard field goal. I remember that because it was on my birthday. I'm yeah. oh hey, get, I get to watch the Super Bowl on my birthday. It was birthday. a bad game. If you think about it, for, for, for the beating that the that the AFL took in the first two Super Bowls. Oh well, wait, 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 go even further. Uh, uh, Cowboys beat uh, uh, the Dolphins like the, the twenty-one to three. They only got three points. Yeah, I think nineteen seventy-one, twenty-four. Right. I was yeah. depressed on that one. Right. I was a big Dolphins. Roger Staubach was amazing. Uh, yeah. but, 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 but my point was yeah. the NFL. They were so dominant in those first two Super Bowls. Remember. Uh, well, Vince, Green Bay. Vince yeah. Lombardi would say, uh, "Well, the, the, the AFL they're just they're just not as good." Yeah, that's what you wanted me to say. I went and said it. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, but then then the then the AFL comes back. They went they went Super Bowl three, four, four and five, five. and yeah, five. Right. But you know the AFL. And the then team, seven. That, that the team <laughs> yeah. that won it, the Baltimore Colts, originally <laughs> they wasn't. were in the NFL, but they yeah. moved True. over when, yeah. when, when the okay, merger guys. happened. Yeah. Thoughts for the day are. Greatest weakness lies in giving up. The most certain way to succeed is always to try just one more time. You know who said that? Mm, Thomas you. Edison. I thought you said that. Well, I've I just said it now, but Thomas <laughs> Edison. Thomas Edison. Edison. Yeah, that sounds like Thomas sounds Edison. Sounds like him, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And Buddha said, to keep the body. Uh, no, that's to be Indian. Uh, Buddha said, to keep the body in good health is a duty. Otherwise, we shall not be able to keep our mind strong and clear. That right? makes sense. That Wasn't makes he just a bit, a bit overweight, though? Yeah, Never he mind. Was, he okay. was relaxed. That's true. Okay, tune in next week to Sports <laughs> Overweight Econ. Overweight and relaxed. Tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good night, America. So long.